This podcast you're about to listen to is a controlled experiment using trained intellectual monkeys. The following episode is one of the infinite debates these monkeys have had. Remember that these are the opinions of real monkeys and may not reflect the opinions of the highly trained human scientists in charge. And most importantly, no monkeys were harmed in the making of this podcast. Fuck it, we're just doing it live. Welcome to episode right. 33 of the Infinite Monkeys podcast. Joining us today is the entire crew of Teo and Gunner. Hey, I'm going to throw this right at you, Teo, as a, as a fastball. Teo, how are you doing today? I am doing well. I am doing very well. I recently started coding again in like Java, and that has been my world for the last two days. And so I am just seeing binary numbers and four loops and that is my world right now so right now you're coding the matrix essentially exactly yeah actually i did code a matrix <laughs> <laughs> so it, what what's java because like sorry i i don't even know what that is is that like c plus like a coding system yeah it's a language and a um way of uh yeah it's just a coding language Oh, so like just the specific way that you type in commands and stuff? Yeah, yeah. You can make programs with it. And nice thing about Java is that you can um, write, like you can make programs and run it on anything. <laughs> because it like, uh, and, and I'm just I'm just learning this right now, so like I'm, I'm not too clear. But like it, it has like a, like a, its own, like it runs through a virtual machine. So any... Any uh, computer that has the virtual machine, you know, you can run Java programs on it. I don't know. So. Hmm. But yeah, cool. it's coding language. And it's the coding language of Minecraft. Oh, yeah. Cool. Fun fact. Hey, Gunnar, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah. Home ownership is a fucking whole thing. I've been getting yeah. judged hard by my neighbors. And, like, <laughs> I don't... <sighs> Like, I want to be cool with them, but, like, I don't know why they have to comment on my grass all the time. Like, wow. uh, every really? time I, yeah, every time I see them, they're like, oh, hey, uh, your grass is a bit long, hey? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> they're, Jerks. Like, they're, like, totally, like, <laughs> low-key judging me, and I just, I feel really harsh, on. And then, like, I went out to go and, and mow the lawn because one of them brought it up um, <laughs> just yesterday. And so I went out to mow the lawn, and then sure shit, it begins to rain. So I get to be, <laughs> again, the shitty neighbor on the block, I guess. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, it's like a whole <laughs> new like level of pressure. Like, keeping up with the Joneses is kind of real. Oh I've noticed, god. like, on, on my block, there's like... Like, over the last few months, there was like a couple people had these black asphalt uh, driveways... And yeah. now, like, 
eight out of 10 have that. And so I'm just like, well, <laughs> sooner than later, it's going to come on me that I'm going to be the only guy that doesn't have this like nice black <laughs> asphalt sealant on top of my driveway. And I'll just be that guy again. Oh my God. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, have you been looking into ways of just making mowing the lawn, not a thing? Like yeah, so landscaping um, stuff or yeah, so orchard, my my plan here is to uh, make it all into like permaculture and like everywhere that I have grass, I just want to have like a little food forest because grass is essentially pointless yep. and there's <laughs> a lot of like herbs especially grow really well uh, like for ground cover if you want that like oregano and stuff like that uh, mint. And then there's other stuff that you can grow, like trees and stuff. Like, I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't really appreciate grass. I think grass is, is the ultimate weed. <laughs> Except now all, yeah. all your neighbors are going to think that what you're growing is just a bunch of weeds because they're like, why the hell is there like a weird, like long leafy looking fucking horsetail radish in your goddamn center? Of oh the yeah. Grass? I just plan on just having like, <laughs> yeah, radishes and corns and, and beans and just stuff just kind of like thrown around <laughs> awesome <laughs> so like because i won't have enough time to do like raised beds or anything like that so it's not gonna look very nice next year so it's just gonna be like a f wild marmy field <laughs> so does do, or just out of curiosity the people who are judging you a bunch of like really old people and don't understand that you have like three jobs right now straight up they're like all retirees and just hang out at their, their place all day. Like, I think the one guy's like 70, the other guy's got to be like 65 or something. Yeah, so they, they just spend hang like out. At least 20% of their time on their lawns. Yeah, they just hang out. Like, I live next to one guy, and like, his place is essentially a golf course, and it's really just like perfectly manicured. <laughs> he has like a few fruit trees, uh, and they're all like, perfectly like trimmed up and beautiful and there's like big apples on them right now and i'm just like fuck this guy because he <laughs> he goes i can watch him i watch him go down and he like goes and fucks with his apple trees in the morning and then i just see him like kind of like look over at at my place and just i see the judgment from from my balcony just looks over <laughs> just shakes his head and just walks slowly as he just stares onto your balcony area yeah. <laughs> turns turns his back to my whole place so he doesn't have to see that but it's not even bad that's the fucking thing it's not even that bad it's just like every now and then a tall weed in my fucking place come on you, you know it's not like you have like washing machines and couches just littering your exactly yard. just garbage everywhere <laughs> it could be way worse old cars yeah rock concert every night you should throw a rock concert every night i'm just saying though I'm just nice saying that would be sure. pretty great too. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that'd be a perfect spot for a rock concert. One just day. double down on their judgments. Just like, just go with it. Just, well, I just just be that guy. I essentially have to because, like, um, food forests. I don't know. Like, you can make them kind of nice, but they they generally just kind of look like a bunch of trees and like plants and stuff like that. So, like. Compared to golf courses, that's not really the nicest thing, maybe. Yeah, like so they'll probably just judge me anyways. Yeah, it'll look like a a like uh over 
an overgrown, not, not an overgrown, it'd be, it'd look like a forest pathway. So it's like, you'd probably just have like a lot of, you'd have like areas where it's just like walked out. But like, other than that, just kind of everything for itself, wouldn't it? Straight up. Yep. Yeah. Just so, let, let the bugs and nature and everything overgrow and just make it so that there's only edible food there, right? Like edible plants. So, so are you planning on like just uh, covering your lot in like soil and then just planting shit? Or um, not even doing the soil, just like dumping seeds everywhere. So I'm just going to kind of till a few areas. And then right. there's this um, there's this technique. My brother was telling me about it. It's, uh, I think it's called the Three Sisters. I'm not sure about that. But it's uh, native, I think, like First Nations, Canadian First Nations way of uh, doing agriculture when they, when they would do it. Um, and it's where they would plant corn and beans and then i think it was like a sweet potato or some form of like a a tuber and so the whole point being with that is that the corn grows up really tall the bean is a uh, vine so it grows up the corn Mm -hmm. corns are generally very uh nitrogen heavy requiring and beans are nitrogen fixing so they kind of work symbiotically and then you have the uh, the tuber, like a carrot or whatever you want, uh, to provide kind of ground cover and keep the moisture and retain that. And uh, that large tuber root actually also helps to aerate the soil. So the three of them kind of all work symbiotically to not only uh, enrich the soil, but to provide food. So that's kind of cool. phase one is to kind of... Uh, have stands of these these three plants all kind of arranged so that they can enrich the soil and then I'm going to have trees and stuff like that so yeah that's really cool you should get little wood boards uh cut out and painted to look like bees and just like put them in the perimeter of your fence and just anytime he says uh hey it looks like your grass getting long you should just respond with hey it looks like you hate bees over there in your yard what? <laughs> because you're doing it because because in a way like because because you're because you're not um, uh, because you're wanting to get rid of grass and you're having all this stuff with ground coverage and like flowering type plants. Ah, uh, the, the bee friend. Oh, so. You're basically yeah, you're yeah. basically like a pro <laughs> bee thing. You're not like a little one acre, two acre food food wasteland. Well, this is the thing is that uh, I also want to get bees because uh, oh, fuck like, yeah. Honeybees actually nice. are very, very good for plants. Like everyone says, you know, like if the honeybee goes extinct, people go extinct. If you have uh, honeybees close by to like an orchard, it increases the the uh, production of that orchard like nearly tenfold. Like it's it's pretty insane how much bees pollinating shit actually does help. Um, so yeah, like they're kind of necessary, uh, component in that whole ecosystem and they produce honey, which is amazing. So I thought, why not? Yeah. Get some bees and, and get them in on the action. So because you're a bee expert and I'm actually curious, uh, when, when you have a, when you have like a beehive, like on your land, do, are the bees essentially free roaming or do they have to stay in the little hut thing? Uh, no, they're just, they're free roaming. So they go, they have a, a circumference that they will travel, uh, I think it's around like two two kilometers they'll go. Um, so they'll forage as far away as two kilometers from the nest. 
and then um if if you like if you have enough plants around like a bunch of flowers and stuff that they just have all the food on their front step like they're not going to go two kilometers away right so if if you can kind of maintain the flower population nearby then then they'll stick by but when need be then <laughs> need be um <laughs> <laughs> then they'll they'll fly off uh and and go and help out the orchards and other stuff around here because i live in, or in summerland yeah exactly well they're they're nice bees right honeybees aren't yeah yeah they're very docile and they're docile or however you pronounce that and they're very uh yeah just kind of like non-confrontational so, wasps wa- wasps are completely different animal something that really like strikes me as interesting is that I really like the sound of bees, but I hate the sound of wasps. Like yeah, you can kind of differentiate the tone. Yeah, and it's such a dramatic difference. Like I, I whenever I hear a bee, I'm like, oh, there's a bee. Oh. And then it's just a slightly different sound for a wasp, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> get away. I wonder how much of that is to do with like the way that a wasp moves because like wasps kind of like go back and forth. So they maybe have that like kind of Doppler effect. Like they're really erratic how they fly, whereas a bee is very intentional. So they have that steady hum, whereas a wasp like, I don't know. Maybe that's a good point. Yeah. Is it, is it it true that wasps, you know, Gunnar, you being the conspiracy guy, is it true that wasps have like almost no purpose in uh, like an actual ecosystem? Uh, I think that they're important degraders. Oh my God. If you can hear my puppy, I have a puppy now and there's a phone ringing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But they're, they're really good at like decomposing the neighbors. Oh, you're alone. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's Tyler's phone. Um, (laughs) But the, the wasp, yeah, I think that they're, they're important for, yeah, getting rid of like decaying, yeah. animals and like because they like protein right oh okay so i think uh i think that's kind of the purpose that they serve oh that's interesting so so like bees are all about sugar and stuff oh no, oh, no i guess yeah so bees, I guess, I guess pollen bees is pretty protein heavy yeah so bees intentionally go after the pollen and nectar of honeys and so um yeah the pollen is i think really high in protein and then the nectar is like high in carbohydrates and so they, the, the flower will typically produce both of these, one to attract the bees and then one to fertilize other plants. Right. The, the nectar being the, the thing to attract the bees. Right. So yeah, they, uh, cool. yeah, they go after that and then bring it back for honey and yeah. Wasps, wasps typically find like paper. They'll go after like paper kind of stuff and wood and mud and they, they make their nests out of like different material it's not wax it's it's like mud right yeah and and like are they decomposers do they eat dead things uh bees yeah uh no wasps yeah i, th- I think so i uh, like i'm not 100 percent sure but i'm pretty sure like if if there's like fruit or yeah mm. they like eating like rotting fruit and stuff like that hmm. anything anything they're just kind of like a generalist i believe they just eat it all. Cool. Yeah. Bees, man. Bees. They're really cool. Yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm glad to hear that that you're so interested in using your land uh, 
to like a productive end instead of just like manicuring it and having it be this I don't know sort of useless nice looking place <laughs> well I, I hopefully want it to kind of get the best of both worlds and, and yeah, have totally. it at a point where like it looks nice and it's super productive um, I mean it's a home right it has to feel yeah. like a home yeah exactly Looking nice is part of that yeah like one thing is uh i want to like start inoculating everything with with fungi like mushrooms yeah. and stuff like edible varieties i think that would be really cool to do because oh, cool. uh one thing that i noticed is that i already have like a lot of mushrooms come up hmm. and uh so like why not just get edible ones <laughs> just yeah. hit hit as many uh types of I'd guess kingdoms, as many kingdoms as I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, uh, let's see, you got your insects and uh, plants and fun- fungi. Uh, you could, you could, uh, is there like animal bacteria? Oh, yeah. Uh, cyanobacteria or something? Like they gotta be. Is... Yeah, wh- I don't even know. Bacterial. <laughs> Cyanobacteria? Aren't they the oxygen ones? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking you could probably use them to like photosynthesize or something. <laughs> I don't know what they do really. I have a degree. <laughs> Is it your degree in microbiology too? Straight yeah, up. That's, that's exactly what they do. <laughs> they're they're like the progenitors of oxygen on the earth. Or I just don't oxygen. I just don't know if they'd be good for, like, eating, but, like, uh, to get, yeah. like, a biomass might be worth it. I don't know. I, like, yeah, I guess probably fermentation would be the best way to go for... Uh, Kombucha, beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wine. Wine. But I guess those are yeasts. But that's a... No, that's, that's a fungus. fungus. Yeah. Hmm. Well, as, as I think I think if I, if I talk theoretically... Gunnar, you can correct me if I'm wrong, because clearly you have a degree in this. Uh, <laughs> the as long as the bacteria isn't a gram negative bacteria it shouldn't have endotoxin therefore should be edible and not damaging uh maybe you just be confident <laughs> that sounds familiar i kind of remember gram negative being bad yeah, I, 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 they, they, well, they don't, they don't teach, the funny thing is they don't teach it in a, like, they don't actually teach it in a degree. They just kind of say, you know, how do you identify gram positive and gram negative bacteria? And then they go and say, you know, what's the difference between them? But I think I remember, um, a, a being told like by like a, a, a doctor, uh, who wouldn't have a degree in microbiology, um, saying that gram negative bacteria are worse because of the endotoxin, um, whereas gram positive don't so yeah 100 percent. like at the at the end of the day gram negatives are, are typically worse but I w- they're the ones with the uh, small cell wall right yes okay and they're the ones that can lay dormant and still be toxic months later hmm. um but i wonder can you has, has there ever been can you eat uh, I, I, I guess you were just talking about this but can you can you sustain yourself off of bacteria cultures like would that kill you would that kill you? Could you design a bacteria to not kill you and get all the nitrogen that you need? Well, it would just have to be something that produces so quickly, right? And like, just have a big culture of it, a room full of culturing bacteria. Although, I mean, you're you're culturing it on edible food. Yeah, like this is the thing. <laughs> like when you when you look at uh, yogurt, I'm pretty sure like probably ninety five percent of that is just like 
dead bacteria and bacteria. Like, I feel like a significant amount of that is just bacteria stuff. Like, cause they have to, it's when it's, when it's just going in, it's not like at all close to yogurt. It's just like a cream thing. I Right. And so they right. literally have to metabolize everything that's in there and turn it into a different like molecule. So that's all like bacteria poop and dead bacterial cells and, and you name it that's in yogurt. So I guess like <laughs> it, it might depend on the substrate. Like if you do it in, in something right. like milk, a milky substrate. See, but it, but if you do, but you, but if you have, yeah. if you have a substrate, you, you're, you're, you're not gent. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. No, I'm blowing my mind here. Okay. If you can't, okay, okay, this is this might be a dumb question. <laughs> if you can't create matter, right? Law, law, law of physics, you can't create matter. Yeah. How do bacteria grow? Where do they get the molecules to like replicate and become the same size? Because they're generating mass. Well, like from their environment, same yeah, way you do. Eating things and getting energy from it and disposing it. But do they need yeah, that they... few molecules? Yeah, they don't need many. Like, they just need, like, phospholipids to make a membrane. I don't know. They make most of their molecules inside of themselves. Because it's the same thing as us. I mean, like, we we consume mass and then get rid of a bunch of mass. Yeah, I guess guess if you're thinking, like, I guess if I'm comparing, like, my meal size to my body size, bacteria would have a pretty small meal size if I think of it that way. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Bacteria is cool though, because like you can have different kinds of bacteria, and they all and they and they can um, transform matter and from one type to another type. Like you can have stuff that eats carbon stuff and releases nitrogen stuff. They're basically the o- the OG organic chemists, bro. OG, what's OG? Or the original, <laughs> original, original, <laughs> original gangster. Come on, the G yeah, is gangster. That sounds right. I'm 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 far too not gangster to know that. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the words white, you're far too white. Oh, I didn't want to bring you know <laughs> color into this. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, actually, technically, white is a shade, so I didn't want to bring shade into this. Isn't whoa. it all colors? Shades. What is uh, grayscale is shade? You so grayscale. black to yeah, black yeah. to white can't be a color. Anyways. Nice. Was that? that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you, Tyler? <sighs> <laughs> All right. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm doing like 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 I'm do I'm doing good. I just I've 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 uh, been thinking uh, a lot um, about my hatred towards uh, money, which is a fun, fun, um, oh, cool. random <laughs> thought that I've had for the last week. It's been like a that sounds interesting. It's been a reoccurring theme. Um, so, like, actually, yesterday I was just walking because uh, uh, I walk the perimeter of the 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 boardwalk along the lake every night, yeah, and I nice. and I usually have uh, thoughtful and you know very pensive self reflection. No, I'm sorry. And uh, well, yesterday yesterday was very interesting because I basically just my brain was just, my brain was just screaming "fuck money" the entire time. <laughs> like, 
I, 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 I love money, but holy shit, does it make actually like, I don't even care for, I don't even care about it from a sense of, you know, some people don't have enough. Some people have too much. I don't care about it in terms of, oh, you know, that thing that I want to buy that would make my life so much easier is so expensive and I can't afford it. Um, oh my God, I want to, you know, I want to buy a chocolate bar, but I can't afford $1 right now. Like, I don't mean it in any of that sense, but like, I, I, I guess in like a weird self-reflection way for me, um, it really limits the ability to actually interact with people in at all. So like for like this entire, so like for this entire week, I've been trying to, you know, just be like, Hey, you know, do you want to hang out or something? And people are just like, man, but I don't have the money to go hang out. I'm like, why does it fuck? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> uh, I see what you mean. I, either they're, uh, they don't have the money to like do something or they're focused on you know, spending their time trying to make money yeah. so that they can do things later. Yeah. And, 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 and so, and so I'm just like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, where it's like, you know, you know, I'm sitting there, you know, I'm like, I want to get a coffee. And then they're like, do you, and, and then they're like awkwardly just standing. I'm like, do you want a coffee? Like, no, that's too much money. I'm like, it's five fucking dollars. I don't care. Um, I just want to, you know, if I don't want to sit there and drink my coffee by myself, I want to drink a coffee with you because I want to socialize. <laughs> and knowing that, like, they would have gotten the coffee if they had the money, so it would be just like awkward to just sit across from this person while they watch you drink a coffee that they otherwise would have been drinking. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's infuriating um, because I've, I've, and I get it. Like, like I will, I will admit, I get it because. I know that like 10 years ago, I was very much like that when it was, it's like, oh, fuck, I don't want to you know, go to a par bar to spend money just to socialize. I can do that for free at someone's house or something like that. Um, yeah. But like these days, I'm just like, ah, it's not even about the money. I just need an, I just want an excuse to go and talk with you and, and, and make this relationship happen. To be fair, though, bars are, like, the most expensive fucking thing yeah. ever. Like, to have to go to a bar to go and socialize is super obnoxious. Like, I, if people try to do that, I typically say no, because I don't enjoy spending, like, $75 just to fucking oh choke yeah. down a goddamn, like, three drinks that I honestly don't even like the taste of beer. Like, I'd rather have chocolate milk. And so, like, <laughs> yeah. like... Totally. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me. Why don't you come over to my house? I'll make us like a couple kicking chocolate milks and we'll just hang out here and play video games. Like those awesome. are the kinds of things that really bug me. I, I like bars, like the expensive ones. A $5 coffee isn't too bad. Or Sh anything sh like should I be offended that you've never invited me over to play video games and have a hot uh, <laughs> chocolate <laughs> milk? I honestly don't even play video games, but I just like thought that was a generic thing that people do so well yeah yeah when you're when you're old and you're like man i like video games man i don't have time for video games yep. yeah it really sucks i really want to play minecraft because like that was just such a fun Java. game yeah well exactly throwback to earlier in the episode um but like it's just <laughs> i just remember i like i used to play it in my undergrad because i surprise surprise had time then and uh and it was just so much fun. It was like just a new little world you could make. 
But yeah, no, video games. Love them, but don't have time for them. But yeah, I would way rather do something like that than go to like a bar and spend money. I, I, I don't even, like, the thing is, so would I. I Like, at half the time, but half the time it's not even like, like, I know that I, like, I, I would usually invite people out for like, uh, like, a, like a meal, because I don't really drink. I don't particularly. Um, so I get that's expensive. But like, even, even if, like the amount of times that I sent that I've that I've asked, hey, do you want to come over? I will buy you wine if you want, and let's just do something. It's always like, no, I'm I, I'm too busy making money, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, the the amount of time that that like the endeavor of obtaining the money is really how much time that in, eats into a person's life is really unfair. What- I think. I wonder if this uh, fits into the uh, sort of loneliness and isolation in our culture, where like maybe we're just used to being alone and trying to make money. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, because like socialization is just like a weird uh, veering off the track of how. Yeah, it's it's like a, a secondary like thing to be um, given attention. Rather than like, you know, everyone prioritizes the hustle and making money right. and trying to establish a future for themselves. But yeah, I was, I was watching YouTube and so, okay, I don't know how like relevant this reference is, but they were saying that, um, friendships, this might not even been on YouTube, but friendships are like the, the best way to, uh, lengthen your life. And, uh, so like, there's clearly a, a huge benefit, like long-term benefit in going out and pursuing uh, friendships because they found that like people who had like friends and especially long-term friends uh, were just more likely to not feel lonely, have like a sense of well-being and wellness and just overall lived longer. Um, so yeah, like it's weird that people prioritize money over everything, but I guess it makes sense when everything is so fucking expensive and like, it's just unrealistic to make it in this world. If you're not constantly going and going and going 24 seven, like I'm kind of at the point though, where, you know, I mean, yeah, I've, you know, I've done the hustle, so I'm, I'm quite comfortable, but like still at this point, like at this point in my life, I feel like, uh, I, I, no matter what I would be like, still fuck money because I, while I, while I did a lot of cool work related things in the, in the, in the, you know, the hustle era, um, I don't, I pretty much have no, you know, friends or like connections really. Um, so fuck the hustle. <laughs> you, I feel, I feel like you're always miserable no matter what. Because you, do you, do you really even have a relationship? Like I actually was, uh, 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 this was actually, I didn't even really make this connection, but I was also listening to a podcast when I came home from my walk yesterday and, uh, and some, and some entrepreneur, um, it was just on my podcast feed. Someone was doing an interview and some entrepreneur was like, yeah, I almost lost my relationship for nine years because we never, I never wanted a vacation with my wife for nine years. And you're just kind of like. Yeah, fuck the hustle. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, hot, 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 hot kind of take. Like, I'm, I'm kind of at the point where, you know, this might seem like outrageous to, to a lot of people. It also might, um, uh, 
assume that I'm some sort of like weird privileged money bag white person, which I would argue that I'm not at all. Um, but it, to me, it even comes to the point where I, I was, I, I, I get frustrated because I'm at the point where even if I wanted to go on a vacation, okay. So like, say I want to go to, to, uh, Fucking uh, the Caribbean. I want to go to the Caribbean. That's a very uh, ethnic uh, Caribbean type uh, jingle there, uh, Teo. (laughs) But I want to go to the Caribbean, and the thing is, like, one of probably for the last ten years, I've always wanted to to you know do do either a road trip or 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 like some sort of vacation with just a bunch of friends, Um, and and the. And every single time I've ever tried to do that, it's always been like someone always either, you know, doesn't want to go or someone doesn't want to do certain things on the trip because it costs too much. So the actual trip gets diminished because we can't just do what we want on the trip. So I'm on this weird position where it's like to do the things that I want to do in my life, which involves hanging out with people in on, on these like, you know, extravagant things. I, I also don't see the weirdness in being like, you know, if I have the capital and you don't, I'm perfectly okay paying for you to go to the Caribbean because in a way it benefits me. Cause I get to have like a Caribbean vacation with my friend versus me just not going to the Caribbean or going by myself and being lonely and drinking my drinking every day for seven days a week. <laughs> yeah. Like I wonder how much, uh, like, cause if you're just going to like bankroll everyone, I wonder how much pride comes into that. Then they're just yeah. like, no, I can't let Tyler do that because you know, then I'll owe him one. And, or I don't know like, well, I, I, I think they whatever do. Whatever pride is. Like, 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 like I, I have gotten that response and I'm just trying to be like, you know, I, I think from my direction of saying, guys, I, I just want to do this for myself because I will enjoy the situation more and I would rather have you go where, so I can enjoy myself more than going by myself. Yeah, I definitely uh, highly recommend the road trip. That is like a really fun fun thing to be able to do with like a a friend at least um whereas like it wouldn't be the same alone that would fucking suck i uh i went on a road trip with a a good friend of mine down to los angeles and like we were broke as fuck the whole time and it was like really sketchy because like we ran out of money in los angeles and so it was like (laughs) all right we need to like really ration how much we spend from here on out because it's like buying gas in america <laughs> yeah Actually, and so that should uh, be crazy though that should be cheaper than canada anyway yeah like it's it's cheaper but like that's a that's a long distance yeah, yeah right so so like you got no money dude, and you have a long dude, distance you should, to travel you should have just been a baller just go you're so close to vegas just go to vegas and just make your money back oh, just God. double it just rain man <laughs> yeah no so like uh but i don't know it's it's I would say like it shouldn't you shouldn't ever let money stand in the way of doing things like that. Like we we went on this trip and like it's not like we had a ton of money like uh, scraping on like I don't know <clears throat> paycheck to paycheck uh type living and then like we were just like yeah, let's just go down and and do it. 
Um, and like, it's just, it's enjoyable. You can do things on a budget. You can do things cheaply and it kind of, I don't know, it makes it more memorable in the end, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely like, I'm so against the idea of allowing money to stand in the way of gaining experience in this world. And it's just like such a shame that like some things cost so fucking much, like travel especially, because that's such a pivotal experience in a lot of people's lives. I don't know the point I was trying to make. I don't know. But yeah. I, so, so, so sometimes I see people being like, oh, travel and vacation is, is, is so expensive. And then I go and see them spend $100 at a bar or $200 on a jacket. I'm just kind of <laughs> like, um, there's a disconnect here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just just uh, just uh, uh, kind of curious because uh, I never actually asked this question to you. But hearing Gunner's story, I think this might be a, 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 a potentially fun thing. Does it do any? What what is each of yours like most memorable thing you've ever done in your life? I've never asked you any of that question. Oh jeez, it doesn't even have to be the most memorable. Just what do you like? What first thing oh. that comes to your head? What do you? What is? What is the thing that you're like? I love that I did that, and it's probably one of the be- my favorite moments that I've done. Uh, hmm. Nothing's coming to my mind, actually. <laughs> I'm very I'll, I'll to think about. That. I'm very depressed for you right now. <laughs> Please come up with something. Well, like, like, I mean, certain decisions come to mind, but specific moments, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to think about that. I got one. Um, so when I was just finishing my undergrad, I think I decided that I would go to Portugal. And so I went on a trip with my sister to uh, Lisbon. And then from there, we went down south to, it's called the Algarve. Yep. And uh, it's like kind of like the southwestern tip of the Iberian Peninsula, which is where Portugal and Spain are on. Um, And so we went on this, uh, like, what are they called? Like, kayak thing cave kayak i don't fucking remember what the hell they're called yeah that's the most memorable thing i've ever done i don't remember what this is called they're like you kayak around the caves and stuff like that uh you rent them out you go with a big group anyways um so they take us out on this like speedboat and it's like this like rubber like dinghy that like the military would use to like raid beaches type of thing so we're just going like 60 kilometers an hour over these big Jesus. fucking waves and stuff. It's just like a ton of fun. Like, like our heads are like bouncing from like when we hit down on the waves. You're like getting whiplash. So, oh, a hundred percent. Like you're just holding on for dear life at this point in time. And these guys are just like laughing in their Portuguese accents. So like, ah, ha, ha, ha. anyways, um, that's a Portuguese accented laugh. Anyways. So, uh, we get off this speedboat and they have all of their like, kayaks and stuff and so you kind of like go around these really really cool like geological features they have some that are like uh like archways complete archways from like made by the erosion of the ocean on these like cliff walls and stuff like that and so there's all these like little alcoves and um so they're like oh do you guys want to go like swimming in one and of course i was like stoked that they even offered that but like no one was excited like we were in this tour group of like 16 people or so and like no one said yes and so i was like 
fuck yeah. And I just like jumped <laughs> off of my kayak. Like I just took off my life jacket and jumped in. And they were like, oh, dope, funny, awesome. Who else is coming? And then like we like got like four other guys or something. And then we went into this like cave. And so um, it was really, really cool because you kind of had to like uh, the way that the tide was, you kind of had to dive underneath this opening and then it like came into this huge like chasmic cave right and it was kind of probably 10 15 meters across and then probably like 30 meters high and then it had an opening kind of like a skylight type of thing and there's almost like a chimney like a perfect chimney kind of thing so it was like a what are the cylinder kind of cave thing hmm. and so uh the first thing I do, obviously, was I start climbing this side face of this cave, right? And so the other people are in, and like the uh, the the tour guide comes in, and he's like, "Oh, careful! There might be some uh, cave snakes." <laughs> <laughs> and so apparently, they just like love to live in like these coral snakes or something. I don't know what fucking type of snake, what brand of snake they carry over in Portugal, but it's a poisonous snake that lives in caves. And so, uh, I just was like, Oh, I don't want to get bitten by a cave. And so it was like a few meters up and I like jumped off and then like did like a back swan dive, like a backward <laughs> swan dive into the, it was like the most majestic <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> like, I can't even make this up. And he was like, Oh, sick buddy. Like, just like, cause he was like, just this like maybe 20 year old, like, surfer guy who just like does this to make money so he can yeah. go surf kind of thing and so he's like constantly cheering me on and uh <laughs> so we kind of like started developing a, a bit of a of a bond and uh so then we we're like swimming around a bit more and it was just like uh, insanely beautiful in the cave because like it was just like you could hear the water kind of like lapping at the walls and like yeah. you could hear like the echoes of the birds and it was just like totally like this own little cut off world from everything else. And it's just really, really like neat. And then like we, uh, we swam back out and then like, they were like joking that there were sharks. And then I like <laughs> pretended I was getting attacked by a shark and I like went, <laughs> went under the water and I was like, Oh shark. And then it was funny. And then the guy was like, Oh, I like you, bud. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we went back and, uh, speedboated back to the the place and yeah no that was uh probably one of the most memorable experiences that i had uh, especially like while traveling it was just really cool to kind of go out there and just be the guy who's like come on everyone what are you doing of course let's go cave swim like and then go and like get the get the acceptance of this Portuguese 20 year old surfer guy. <laughs> cool. it, would, it would, it would be very fun to go on a vacation with you. Uh, only because we're both that guy who <laughs> 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 just do extreme things when people are just like not doing it. You're just like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Whatever. Well, like everyone was like looking around, like scared when they like, they were like offering like, Hey, do you want to go swim in this cave? And like, everyone was like, uh, kind of no. And like, like that's the, that's what everyone's eyes looked like. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Like there was like, uh, I, I won't, I won't use mine. I won't, I won't use mine as Portugal. Cause for a long time it was Portugal. Um, uh, also, um, which I didn't realize we went that close together. I didn't realize that yours was in between your, 
master's and your bachelor's. That was kind of, I thought it was earlier than that. But anyway, like for me, I remember when we went to, to Sintra, like I was, again, I'm traveling Portugal by myself at this point and I just randomly do like an Airbnb experience and I just luck out with the best uh, group possible um, where it was like three, um, three uh, Romanian girls, two, and then like four Aussies, and then one person who just also happened to be from Vancouver. <laughs> and, and it was just a good mix of people who were, who were willing to do things like just liked history to the point where like there in Sintra, there's this one point where you can drink uh, like authentic well water and <laughs> you're just you're, ooh, what a tourist attraction! Well, Drink authentic well, well water. Well, well, like I, I, I say that from a from a point of it's a it's a if if you saw that picture in my Instagram where you walk down the like that nine layer spiral thing, it's from that well. So there's a ooh, lot of neat. there's a lot of history behind it. And the funny thing is, is like there's this one there's this one like well like this one spout that's coming out like this devil's mouth and it's and i can't really remember the 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 the, the history about it but it it was supposed to be like um something along the lines of because the entire this entire uh uh walk is essentially supposed to signify your death and rebirth um into a better life and hmm. then and then like the end there's like this uh, 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 water. I think it was coming out of like some sort of like devil's type mouth, and it's just kind of like if you drink the well water, it's kind of like a fuck you to the devil. <laughs> but like nice. it was like I, I remember looking at him like that doesn't look clear. <laughs> and then the people are just and people are just like fuck it, and they just drink it like they're fine. <laughs> and they're just and they're fine. It's just kind of like, but they all encourage us to 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 start drinking it anyway. It was it was it was amusing because you because you because you. Uh, you have people who just enable other people to do things, which I guess is also why I like going on a vacation with people because it's like by myself, would I have done that? Probably not because it's not as fun unless you have someone else doing it with you. Yeah, yeah. you always need that guy like cheering you on. Yeah, drink the well water. Yeah. <laughs> but mine my, mine okay. was mine was uh, 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 recently this past summer uh, where I went to... Uh, Banff National Park in Alberta and you know n n nothing overly memorable about it besides the fact that doing it I had like at, uh, uh, I just had a bunch of bills yeah bills fuck yeah god life is great um, paid at the same time and then I had like to go on this vacation <laughs> next day so I had like zero dollars which made it kind of an interesting <laughs> vacation um, and it was one of those things where where for whatever reason um uh it was just interesting to to push my body to a point where it was kind of miserable but i wasn't like mentally sour about it like it ended up being kind of a good experience so like there was one day where we went hiking for for eight hours and um, could have easily went like in a shit direction very fast because like the first in the first five minutes we we came across two bears that were blocking our our, our path and we didn't have bear spray on us and oh we're like God. 
because uh, you know because you know from when you're kind of in bc you're kind of like ha 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 bears right but when, but when you realize uh, oh shit you're in a national park there's actually <laughs> bears here um so we're, we're we're you know in the first five minutes we're like okay we're gonna die um and we we essentially managed to uh for better or for worse uh continue the hike um and say fuck you bears i'm we're better than bears um and great decision you yeah <laughs> um then we hiked like five hours uh up to um a tea house in the middle of nowhere so it's kind of like a tourist thing but you essentially hike up, I think it's like 3,000 meters into the air, and there's just like a tea house at the top with like no electricity um, or anything like that, and they just make you tea. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then like, and they then they say like, you know, like every, every once a year they helicopter in supplies and um, every- More tea. Every, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and if they need to like take away trash, they have to like hike it down every day. Um, right. And- so we hike up, we get, we get to the T, and then at that point, we're like, well, we have two ways we can go back down. We can either go down the same way we came. And I'm kind of like, that's kind of boring, right? And <laughs> because I don't... Also bears? Also, also bears. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so we, we decide, okay, let's do something possibly crazy. And then we say, let's... This this hike actually loops around this this uh, entire lake, but it's an extra five hour loop, and we're like, that sounds reasonable. And the other thing is at the at the around this loop on like the exact other side from when we started, um, there's another tea house. So we're like, fuck yeah, let's go to the other tea house. And and so we we start hiking the other tea house, and then we re and and then we kind of get told, oh. Um, the uh the uh uh one sec i actually have to get this <laughs> tea house oh, left man. on cliffhanger left what on happens cliffhanger. at the other tea house is there more bears <laughs> maybe there's a bear in the tea house maybe it's a bear dressed as a tea giver <laughs> designed to trick tyler into letting his guard down and not suspecting it's a bear where is our hero? What will become of him? The bears. The bears. The, Tyler's. the bears of Banff. It's a beautiful area, though, Banff. It is gorgeous. All, all of the lakes, glacial lakes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Last uh, year, uh, a partner and I and her brother and wife went to uh, a place near Banff called Wapta Falls. Oh, cool. And there's like a, there's a rec site there. So it's just like two sites and like nobody goes to them. So it's like super quiet. So that sounds then, lovely. Yeah. And uh, we camped there. Um, actually can't remember if we did for two days or one, but in any case, it was really beautiful and it overlooked these giant like uh, falls, Wapta Falls. <laughs> and one time we went for a hike uh, down to the falls and there's like this um, 
there's this, uh, like right in front of the falls, there's this like little island of rock that oh cool that you can climb, and when you're at the top, you're like just a few meters from the from the falls. <laughs> Jesus, just it's like really, right on the edge. Just How right, tall are they? Ah, uh, a few stories. Okay, so they're decently tall. <laughs> yeah, and and pretty wide too. So so so, so they're pretty big falls, and uh, yeah. So there's this rock island that that uh, that we climbed, and it was super cool just standing on top of that and <laughs> having this mega wave of water just um, falling right in front of you. Like yeah, it took up the whole crashing all around you. Yeah. That's like and the like, uh, Victoria sorry. Falls. You can get up right to the edge of those ones in Africa. Oh, yeah. It's kind of similar. Those are like the tallest ones ever. Oh, cool. One thing I've... Is like where... No, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, one thing I've always wanted to do is stand under waterfalls. I know, oh, yeah. I, I know it's supposed to be miserable and fucking hurt like hell, but I just want to be an iron monk and do it. <laughs> oh, Apparently, actually, you can break your neck. I'm okay you with this. You can break your neck doing that. Do, just snap it. Break my neck or be an iron monk? It's, it, I guess. The decision's obvious, Gunnar. I want to be an Iron Monk. What's an Iron Monk? I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't know. Just a guy who stands under waterfalls. Oh. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like... It, as, as I offend all Shaolins. <laughs> is that a Shaolin Monk thing? It sounds yeah, like that I, would I, be I something. Yeah, I think it's a Shaolin Monk thing. Um, I don't yeah. know. You know what? I actually think, like... I could be wrong, but I think I like. I think I only got this idea from like watching Batman Begins. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so so Tyler, what happened um, at the other tea house? So yeah, okay, so I have a bet that there was bears. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, actually, um, but so so we we so we're we're walking along and it's and and you know it's in my head I'm kind of like again five hours fuck that's going to be long i'm not going to get back till seven um and you and at this point when we start making a decision we can start seeing like the gray skies come in we're like oh crap because it was kind of overcast <laughs> all day and we know it's gonna like uh pour down rain um and but it was an experience where firstly you're it look, again my favorite things and when you're walking through things that look like lord of the rings so like we're mm. walking along like rock shelves um cool so it's actually like um uh, uh, you know that 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 type of rock that shears, so it's actually like it cut, breaks in very square slate. formations. Yeah, slate. Um, the we're walking across like orange slate across the entire way, and then and then we get to this part where it's like tea house this way, and we're like, okay, yeah, fuck yeah, let's, let's go get this tea house. The 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 funny thing is, I I just have to say, fuck you, Banff National Park, because <laughs> on the map they say on this corner. Uh, they're like, this is where the tea house is. We proceeded to walk down this path that said tea house this direction for about an hour and a half. Oh my god! And 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 we're no longer like we're no longer doing the loop. Like we're walking into we're walking up again into like glacial area. Um, so there's like glaciers up in these mountains because we're walking through the Rocky Mountains. And it was an hour and a half to a tea house. By the time we got there, it was like torrential downpour because again, we're in mountain <laughs> areas, so it's going to rain like heck. And the other thing is because these tea houses have um, no uh, electricity, we basically have to use cash. And the thing was, 
we use all our cash at the other tea house. So we didn't really account for how long it would take to get this tea house. By the time we got there, we're like, well, we didn't, we knew we didn't have cash in the first place, but we also didn't expect this to be so long. And now we're hungry. Um, and you know, so, but, but it's kind of one of those things where it's, um, you know, we'll, we'll go back and do, and, 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 and then we essentially had a five hour walk all the way back to our car. Um, and, and it was just one of these things where it was like, it was like 35 kilometers with a 7,000 meter elevation gain throughout the entire hike or yeah, 7,000 meter elevation gain through the entire hike. I'm also carrying a 45 liter backpack this entire way. Um, I'm, um, heaving like crazy because it's a lot of weight on my bag because I'm, I hate myself and I like taking my photo gear everywhere and I always overpack <laughs> my photo gear. Um, I've since learned to, sp I'm going to try and invest some money in some lighter stuff. Um, but I got some, you know, memorable pictures, um, nothing spectacular just for my own memories. Um, it was a good workout. I was drenched by the end. Um, I, I, I bought a Patagonia like waterproof jacket, uh, before we went and I basically, uh, determined that that waterproof Patagonia jacket is not waterproof when you're in Rocky Mountain torrential downpour. Um, and then we, and then, and then, and then this isn't even the end of the story because then we get, we get back to the car and we're like completely drenched at this point. Um, the only thing that's not drenched on me is my torso because that's, a, or my head, because apparently only the hood on this jacket's waterproof. Um, <laughs> and then we have to go back because we're camping. So we have to go back to the campsite. And at this point, we realize that we have no, we either had no change of clothes left um, and we had no way to heat up because now that we stopped hiking, our body temperature is dropping. Um, and, uh, it, it, in Banff, it's four degrees Celsius overnight. Um, so we're like, okay, we're going to freeze to death now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now it's like a survival story. <laughs> so, so it I, went from like mildly inconvenienced <laughs> by not having cash to like, all right, yeah. you're going to die. Well, <laughs> you, you forgot to start with survival story of the bears. Um, <laughs> we just fucking beelined it backwards. Oh, oh yeah. Actually for, for the bear thing. Cause I find this story hilarious. So. Um, just go back to the beginning of the day. The funny thing about the bear was I, <laughs> I, 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 we turn a corner, we see the bear. It's less than 20, uh, 20 feet away from us. Like it's like right around the corner. Oh, and, and I instinctually just be like, I just turn around and start walking the other direction. Um, I'm with my partner <laughs> and, um, they say, is that a bear? And she, she then realizes that I'm already 10 feet behind her. And, oh I'm, just, and I'm just like, yep. She's like, where are you going? Um, and, and we, I, 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 and so apparently I, in the face of a bear, I just ditch her <laughs> <laughs> because, because I, I don't know, like I looked at the, we were talking about it later and I looked at this bear and I like immediately registered. Yes, that's a bear. I've never seen a bear, but I'm, I'm, I know, and I know that it's, like walking towards us, I'm going in the direction, and it hasn't seen bear. Us. The thing is, it hasn't seen us, so it's okay to walk right. away. Okay. Um, okay. And and <laughs> he, she, it's the, charging the, while you were walking. The, the 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 funniest thing that I got such a good kick off, and I'm like, 
yeah, like, I'm sorry. I just kind of thought that you would have realized to turn around, too. She's like, the thing was, I was staring at it, and she said, I thought it was a giant beaver. <laughs> because it was in the mountains i i i kind of i kind of get it because it was like that because it was a bear cub right and it was just far enough that you're and, and you're kind of like okay. surreal because you've never seen you've never really seen a bear that person and like in person and that close and you're kind of like it's a cub oh yeah it's also a cub so it's even more terrifying it's far enough yep. and it's far <laughs> enough away that you're like that's a very small bear is that a beaver <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, a baby bear. <laughs> um, so anyway, fast forward to to where we are, dying in the car. Um, mm-hmm. So so it's like torrential downpouring, and at this point, um, <clears throat> I, I I I you know my 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 uh, uh, masculine uh, survival instincts of okay, this is a test of my manhood because we're gonna die. <laughs> We, if I don't like, um, get us warmed up or, or start, um, uh, um, drying off the clothes. Um, so my backup backup plan was I'm just going to go to Banff and buy a hotel room. Um, cause I'd rather not die. Um, that makes sense. But I was stubborn enough where I just, where, where I just told them to, st- to stay in the car and, um, I'm going to go attempt to light a fire. <laughs> so, nice. so, uh, I end up setting up this, like, and I'm just like, I don't even know what, like, I'm just on autopilot at this point because I'm like, I'm, I'm actually freezing. And so I'm, you know, holding axes and I'm shaking. And so I set like, and also because it's raining, our entire, uh, fire pit is like completely waterlogged. Um, oh, also our, our, our tarp and our tent collapsed because, I, we didn't quite tie up one of our tent poles in the best way. Um, so the, the tarp above collapsed because of the, all the water, um, that just came down in a very, cause, cause we had, we had that we had it as slant, so it would drain off slowly, but because mm-hmm. so much came down at one point, it, it didn't drain off fast enough. Entire thing collapsed. We had dry wood under it. The wood's no longer dry. Um, the bottom of our tents wet, um, and so, so yeah, we're, we're definitely going to die. Um, so then I, so anyway, I, I, I set up this like tarp that I, cause I had an extra tarp, set it up over the, over the, over the fireplace, um, uh, or the, the, the fire pit start cutting like the thinnest kindling I possibly could of like, uh, undry wood, um, like matchsticks. Yeah. And, and manage, and fucking managed to pull off getting this fire going because the crazy thing about Banff is also, to put it in a context, is technically you're not supposed to burn garbage. Um, I don't think you're supposed to burn garbage anywhere, but, you know, we don't want a provincial fine because they're way higher than, like, provincial campsite fines. So mm-hmm. we took that as we can't bring paper to help this fire burn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, and so... Like you literally had to set this wood up as matchsticks, um, and manage to manage to get this fire going um, uh, with the with the with the after about forty five minutes when I when it finally lights and stays lit, I run out of uh, butane in my lighter because I'm just using a butane lighter. <laughs> um, so I'm like, if this fire goes out, we're dead. 
just toasting <laughs> sticks for yeah. 45 minutes with a lighter. Yeah. Because again, we have no one around us. We're about three to four hours away from Banff in the middle of a national park. Um, oh my God. Anyway, we get it lit. Um, um, mm-hmm. I, uh, 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 and then we proceed to spend the next five hours desperately, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're being our own scarecrows and holding up our clothes because we're desperately trying to dry them off because also because our hike was so long, um, we got back at about eight o'clock. So we only had like three hours to light the fire, cook the dinner and also, (laughs) um, dry off our clothes for tomorrow. So we actually had clothes or slash so we could actually go to bed. Um, because, it, because the other weird thing is bam, because it, I, I guess because it has the dark sky policy where you can't have light pollution. Um, you can't have fires after 11 PM, which is really, really early for most for what I'm used to. Um, but we managed to pull it off. Um, it's a great, it, 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 it's, it's, it's an amusing story. Um, and despite kind of, you know, having its ups and downs and misery through it, it, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the suffering. Um, nice. Yeah. It almost makes it always more memorable. Like, uh, when I went out on this, uh, California road trip, I like the first day that we were out, I like had been awake for like 30 hours at this point. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) run into the, uh, ocean and like, you know, wake myself up. And as soon as I set foot in that fucking ocean, I like rolled my ankle so fucking bad. Oh, like no. it, it swelled up to like three times the size. It was like at the point that like when we made it to San Francisco, cause I think this happened in like Northern Oregon or something, the water was fucking frigid too. And I yeah. like pretty much crack my ankle. But by the time we reached San Francisco, I would like push into the top of my foot and my fingerprint would like stay. It was so swollen. Jesus. It was just fucked. And so it was like, it was miserable. Cause I had to drive with like a super fucked up foot, like sprained yeah. to shit. But like, it was one of those memorable things. I got a cane, one of those nice stand up canes with the four feet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just like, motored around on that but like yeah it's sometimes the the misery in an experience the when your tent falls down and and you know you're about to die it's those <laughs> points that are like kind of enjoyable yeah especially when you make it through it because there's a sense of like yeah ah, yeah i did it <laughs> i and, persevered and, and and that's and that's and that's and that's and that's like you know may, maybe why i think that um in a way like doing these vacations that you re- that are really kind of outside your means in terms of like financial um, ability to be comfortable through it. It's kind of a better, it, it, I think every time I've had an experience where I really couldn't afford it or I really shouldn't have done that financially, it, it's always been better, which is a really weird thing I've learned over the years. Matt, I a hundred percent agree. It's always the, the things that like, I was always like telling myself, oh, you can't afford this right now. And then I just like end up doing it anyways. Yeah. Those are always the more enjoyable experiences. And, so, and, and, and so, and so I guess, so my mantra that I try, I, 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 I try to teach people is always just fuck it, do it and figure it out later. <laughs> Which <laughs> It hasn't, yeah, it's, it, it hasn't fucked me yet. It's, it's, I, 
I always look at it as if uh, it's fu- it's future me's problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll deal with this. We're, we're, oh, man. It's 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 just it's just a mi- it's it's a micro it's a microcosm of our own self global warming situation. <laughs> our children will deal with it. Exactly. I think that works. I think that can work out really well for vacations, but for 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 other things, maybe less so. No, it works for everything, Teo. Everything. <laughs> yeah, that was essentially my approach with school because I was like, "Hmm, how will I pay for it? Fuck it, that's future me's problem." <laughs> well, like, and I mean, like, that's not a bad idea like, if, if if you're investing in something like school. Yeah, and I, I always look at it. I always look at travel as like that. To me, having gone to school and having traveled, I think like travel even like a couple of weeks will teach you as much no, as like you. an it entire te- semester. It would teach you more than an entire semester. I think <laughs> like the, 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 like, and I guess it depends where you travel, like traveling outside a country definitely gives you a perspective, like an outsider resort gives you a perspective that pretty much changed, like has always changed my life when I come mm-hmm. back to Canada, like going through, like when I going to Portugal and just seeing how the Portuguese, like my, my tour guide, for example, was just like, yeah, I'm broke. I can't afford my house. Um, I drive three hours to get to, to get to Lisbon, to drive you to Sintra. Um, and, but you know, I have my family, I can feed them, I can surf, whatever. And, and, and so they, because they don't have, because a lot of them don't have this extra money, you just kind of see them, you know, just sitting on, sitting on their boardwalks near, near the ocean and just like sitting with people they like and their friends or their loved ones and just enjoying the sunset. And you're just like, that's a good way to live. Yeah. Leisure time. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. We definitely in, in North America, I don't know if it's, uh, if it's just us, but we definitely don't. Don't uh, like to prioritize people over money. It's the other way around. We're just like, fuck yeah, money, money, money. Whereas I feel like a lot more countries are like, ah, I don't need to have $100,000 in the bank. I'm just fine with having good friends, some good food, and like the bare minimum. You is know? it making money or is it being productive? I don't know. Or are they the same thing? I think they're the same think- thing. I think we have an idea in our heads that they're the same thing, that yeah, productivity right. is inherently financially rewarded. Which is not always the case. Always, uh, by the way, feel free to support this podcast. Monetary <laughs> donation or spread the word to your friends or family. <laughs> this message isn't brought to you by this podcast, which is fuck you money. <laughs> Any, uh, anyway, that's been episode uh, 33 of the Infinite Monkeys podcast. If you want to th- sh- give your two cents on any topic we discuss, feel free to message us on various social uh, media platforms, which you know the drill of where to find. Uh, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes and um, Google Podcasts if you can yet. Uh, also, yeah, as Gunnar just said, you can if, if, if you want to... Uh, 
give us a coffee every month, feel free to donate 50 cents to our Patreon. Um, it will go a long way to making sure that uh, these podcasts are caffeinated and uh, deliver uh, great content. Remember, everything that we say in this podcast has not been fact-checked. And other than that, this has been episode 33, and we are out. Peace out, everybody. See you guys. I don't want no lunch, no lunch.